0: Live and direct from Jersey City is Jeremy. It's rainy outside. Rainy day today in the summertime. I'm just sitting here thinking. You know... A couple of years ago... I had a... I had a huge aspirations. Um, Well, I wouldn't say huge. But they were pretty... They were pretty strong aspirations to be on radio. And... <laughs> at the time, uh, there was a young lady who was over-programming at Hot 97. Her name was Tracy Clority. And somebody um, I knew knew her, had a relationship with her. And this is back when uh, Two Way Pages was popping. So one day, I received a text message on my on my two-way. I received the two-way page. And it was from someone that... I, it was from Tracy Clority, at least so I thought. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, she was interested, felt that she was interested. You know, I told her I wanted to be in radio, you know. I just wanted to learn, you know, learn the roles. No matter where I started, I just wanted to get in, and just learn the radio, radio business. And we had a conversation. She wanted me to come straight to the, um, she said she wanted to meet me. She wanted me to come to the studio. Uh, to the radio station. I immediately packed up and went to the radio station. And I'm te- i I'm two-waying her the entire time. And by the time I get close to there, at least I'm on the way, uh, my friends-was uh, at least who I thought were my friends-they lied pretty much and knew that I was on my way over there. By the time I got into the city, it was too late. They already told me that, you know, they already revealed that it, it was a fake text message conversation that I was having. And I was I don't know why I'm telling you this story. I do know why I'm telling you this story, because I really enjoy podcasting. I really enjoy talking and sharing and I'm very passionate about that. I'm very passionate about my feelings and and how I tell stories and how I convey that message, um, to the listener. Um, but consistency has always been a thing with me, and it dawned on me today while I was just uh, in some deep thought, is that I was trying to figure out like what is the crux, like why, why, like why am I not really like pushing like blazing through um this podcast building platform building thing that I'm just doing and I think that that was a huge part of it. It was a huge part of it one doing part because it was a cruel trick that was played by people who I trusted and I thought were my friends. Um they thought it was hilarious and I didn't obviously. But bigger than that, like I really had high hopes and like I was really like excited and pumped because I really had great aspirations and for it to fall flat, quote unquote, <laughs> for it to be a false thing um, by people that you considered friends. It was it was just a, it was a very, very difficult. It was a very, very challenging time. You know, it was a cruel joke and it was a very challenging time. I say that all. I say all that to say is that people don't really have your best interest at heart. Like, there's people that care for you and care about you and love you, obviously, you know. But at the end of the day, it really is all about you. And really, like, it sounds cruel. It may even feel cruel. But the energy is just like. People could care less (laughs) like people. People act like they care or think that you think that that people care. People don't really care. And so it's super important to have a level of self-love and self-appreciation and awareness, self-awareness that you know who you are. You know what your strengths and weaknesses are. You know who your circle is. You know your friends are. At least you should know. And. Even though you have people in your corner, people that are in your circle, people that you love and people that love you, they don't always have your best interests at heart. Number one, because you don't always have the same aspirations as they do. Two, your aspirations may be a little bit louder and more ambitious than theirs. Uh, Three, their life has zero to do with your life. Their life has zero to do with your life, which is why you should take every single effort that you have to live the life that you want to live, regardless of who thinks what or who says what or who has any opinions about anything. You have you have to do it yourself. Yes, you're going to get help, but you're only going to get help along the way. And I think that's where I am currently. It's like. I am, um, you know, people. I get advice, and people tell me, "Yeah, you gotta build a team. You gotta do this. You gotta do that." But those things take time. I mean, it's easy to take. It's easy to take advice from someone who has, who's pretty much a small business. In, uh, in a nutshell, it's like you are, you have people that are employed by you. So it's like your circle. If you're employing your circle, is it really your circle? You know what I'm saying? Or is it just employees? Because and and I, and I know it feels like I'm going like on a tangent, like back and forth. But that's just where my that's just where my energy is, because I've just been I've been I've been wanting to really like blaze through. This is really boils down to caring about what other people think, caring about what other people think will bury you. Caring about what other people think will cripple you. Caring about what other people think will completely slow you down. Caring about what other people think will annihilate your energy completely. Because nobody really has that type of... uh, that that interest that people don't really have your best interest at heart people want to support you people are going to support you but you have to whatever it is that you're aspiring to do or you're doing um your dreams your goals or whatever it's like you really have to get after it and and really work on it yourself because at the end of the day it's it's only going to be you So yeah, so happy Father's Day to um, all the dads out there. My Father's Day was pretty cool. Um, I didn't really do anything. It was pretty chill. My son's on the West Coast, so I didn't really get a chance to do much. And I'm on the East Coast, so I wasn't really celebrating uh, Father's Day that hard this year. It's uh, it's just very difficult uh, being away from my son. Um, Especially when um, When holidays like this comes around You know Like Father's Day and things of that that nature Like dates that you normally Would spend with your loved one With your family, with your children So um, It was uh, It was a very challenging Father's Day to say the least for me But You know, happy Father's Day to everybody Like I don't want to like hate on that hate on that vibe um, because it's a great vibe especially the fathers who are doing fatherly duties and taking care of their business and especially the ones who are um, who are, are, are taking a lot of risks in order to uh, get a higher reward in order to provide for their family You know, where there's really virtually no safety net and every day is a risk that you're taking. Every job is a risk that you're taking. And, you know, it's it's a hard um, it's a hard process because kids don't really understand. You know, they don't really understand what what you uh, what you have to uh, go through as an adult because they're just children and uh so yeah although they do understand they do get it a lot of times it's uh it's kind of hard to piece those things together because they're not adults they're not thinking with adult brains they're thinking with children brains and um it's just really you know what's crazy like thinking about fathers day always just makes me think about like I don't want to say deadbeat dads, but like fathers who are not as invested in their children. You know, like us as men, I think, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I would assume that we're wired to be caretakers. Like we're wired to be providers and take care of our families and provide for our children. And um there's so many... um you know, that cycle is still spinning here in the inner city, and I'm sure all over the country and all over the world is like of people who are just not like all the way invested in their children. Like they're just living like their own lives and going about their business and like not thinking about their kids and not calling their kids. Um, and I just think it, I think, I just think that's an interesting dynamic because you know, you always try to find out what, where does that stem from? Like, why do men behave that way? Why? And there's women who behave that way too. There are women who skip out on their kids and, and dads are, you know, raising their, raising their children on their own. So shout out to those guys, especially, but, but, you know, like, I'm trying to find a, find a way to put it, but it really, it really, like, I, it's hard for me to go, I don't even know, probably three days without even talking to my, my son, and before it was the everyday thing, you know, when I first moved back to Jersey, um, you know, I was trying to maintain that, but after a while, was like, it's, kinda it, it's like, it's kind of hard, but it's like, There's no way, even though it's difficult because you're on the grind and you're constantly moving and trying to make things happen. It's like, how how could you not talk to your kids? Like, how could you not send? if you are capable, if you are a capable human being, you are you have a you have some type of job, you have some kind of phone. You know, it was like keeping that communication with your kids regardless of what may happen with you and your child's mother is just like it's like how could you not? I I I don't know. I was a product of a, you know, of a divorce. Uh my parents divorced when they were t- when I when they were twelve. When I was twelve. Um and it was a challenge. It was really like As a 12-year-old kid, you know, and not seeing your dad, and this is not, like, a bash your dad moment. This is just a, like, I find it interesting kind of moment. It's like, this is your dad. This is somebody you've been with your entire, like, you don't remember any of the moments without your father growing up. Um, At least I didn't. And then for it to go pretty much, like, cold turkey to go from being with him and seeing him every day to not being with him and seeing him every day it was an it's an adjustment so it's like I can I can um empathize with my son at this time during this time and he made me a great little father's day gift you know and he, he he did this little father's day project for me and facetimed me and showed it to me and it was really really sweet and it, and it just kept, like, that thought just kept, like, how could you not? Like, how could men not? How could you not take care of you like, How could you not talk to your kids? I mean, aside from, you know, of course, you can't really control, you know, everybody's circumstances is different. Um, all men don't get along with their child's mother. I totally understand that. And I'm not naive to that fact whatsoever. But sometimes you really have to, like, bite the bullet. Like, yo, I'm going to play nice because my kids are important to me and I believe that every child should have their father or their parents in their lives. It's just a, that's just the way it, it would be a lot of great, a lot more great people in this world if they were raised by both parents, but that doesn't always, um, work out that way, you know? So sometimes parents die, and a parent may die and leave a you know, leave a mother to raise kids by themselves and all the circumstances are different, but for the ones who are capable very well capable of doing it and taking care of and calling their kids and FaceTime, especially especially with FaceTime now, it's like if you can FaceTime, like this should be no reason why, you know what I mean like, for talking to your kids, for having long distance relationships which is a whole nother podcast within itself it's just like you have to really be disconnected to not want to do that and i miss my son a great deal so father's day is really tough and i always have these thoughts around this time and um i'm not gonna have too many of these uh (laughs) father's days without my son you know i just can't really um i really can't put those i really can't put that map together like that has that has to you know, that has to be a fabric of my life. And it is a fabric of my life. It's the center of my life. My son is the center of my life. He's the center of everything that I am um, aspiring to do and I'm currently doing. And, And it feels worth it, I think. It's like way more worth it. If you're working, like, you're genuinely working to provide for your family. Like, shout out to all of those guys, you know? And that's really all I have to say about that. I I just I just find it wildly bizarre that men just abandon their kids and like the ones where it isn't the baby mom's fault or isn't like some catastrophic circumstance. It's like if you can be there, be there. If you can't if you can't provide financially, it's like be there, though. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like be there until you get your finances up and then like but don't leave a gap. Because, you know, certain, certain baby moms out there, they can make it, it really could feel like a cash register, like, oh, damn, they are uh, vending machines, like, put the money in, and then you can see your child, or put the money in, and you can talk to your son, and put the money in, and you can take your daughter to the store, some, you know, it's like, weird shit, like, like, what is, like, what is that? The dynamic is just so strange, and it's so, just so complex. So I, um, I'm just definitely empathizing with, um, all of the mothers who are forced to raise children on their own. And, um, and I'm super like compassionate about that in that regard, because it's a really hard task to do it by yourself, raising children by yourself, having to be, you know, really a father and a mother on, on, on different occasions and wearing many hats, so, salute to all the women out there. Although it it was Father's Day, and we're se- we celebrate fathers, all of the single mothers out there uh, holding it down, um, who are forced to be fathers in certain circumstances. It's like God bless you, and much love to you. Like this shout out is for you, and um, you guys are the real MVPs, and the 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 men who are holding it down, you guys. You guys are the real kings. So I salute all of you guys to get all the brothers today. I salute you guys. I salute you in a major way, for sure. I am lack talk intolerant. Yep. I am lack talk. Intolerant You really have to be careful About the words that you use Especially when it comes to Yourself You really have to have A conscious awareness About The words you put after You say I or I am Or I'm Whatever you say after that That's what you are that's what the universe uh, believes because you said it, and that's what your subconscious or your inner self or whatever it is that's inside it. Like that's what you that's what you are telling your body. If it is in a negative fashion, and it and it and it was something that I really struggled with for a long time. You know, you just get put into this. This wind tunnel of lack and wind tunnel of not enough and all of these negative thoughts and ideas that come into your head that has been planted inside of you by somebody else. If it is negative, somebody put it there. You didn't put it there. Somebody put it there. Somebody told you that you ain't shit. Somebody told you that you are broke. Somebody told you that you are ugly. Somebody told you that you are fat. Somebody told you that you are not enough. Somebody told you that somebody told you that you can't do something. Somebody else put that energy on you, and it is unfair to yourself if you accept it as truth. If you speak it out into the open. That's just the bottom line. There really is. There really is no way to the the only way you can combat it is with positive energy. You have to have a positive belief about yourself. If you have a negative belief about yourself, you are going to attract all of that negativity in your life. If you say you can't do something, then you're not. You can't. You said you couldn't. So you're not. The math is really not that hard. Of math, and I empathize with people all over the world who have been poured negative, negative energy all over their life. You're just—it's just, just like—it's just like having just put all your nice clothes in a pile and then just pour bleach all over it. That's pretty much the essence of what you're doing. You're taking everything that's good and that's valuable and that's precious and you're dousing gasoline on it. You're dousing bleach on it. You're striking a match and you're throwing it at your good shit. And that's and that is and that is why you are spinning in circles. That is why people spin that that is why. am i wrong i mean you tell me if if you have if you go and say something about yourself like oh man you know i'm trash i'm this i'm that i'm and then your shoulders start slumping and then your body starts believing it and then your face starts getting sour and then you have a negative attitude and then you're just poisoning everything and everybody around you that care about you and who is that really who is it benefiting really is it benefiting you? Is it benefiting your friends? That's why love has to be unconditional. God's love is unconditional. So, whatever you think about yourself, that's not <laughs> that's that's nobody else's fault, but your own. It really is. It's nobody else's fault, but your own. And if you are If you are this person, or if you know a person like that, you really need to speak a life into people. That's why you really have to have a genuine positive attitude about yourself and positive belief about yourself. Especially when you come into contact with people who don't. Because it's a very difficult conversation to have. It's a very uncomfortable environment to be in and you once you feel it because you know what's negative you know a negative even though some people are so calloused to negativity that they've just built this thing up in them that it is now becomes a personality trait which is i mean it's, it's rather unfortunate, but if you know somebody like this that has this type of behavior, you have to love on this person even more. Now, it's not your fault if they don't believe in themselves as much as you may believe in them. But if you do have friends that you care about and they are in that space and you have to do the right thing and you have to speak positive reinforcement to that person. That's one, but that's the outside looking in. The most important person that you have to speak life into and speak positive positive energy and positivity into is yourself. If you are constantly... Pouring negative energy into your own life. You are dying a very slow death. Because everything in your life is going to reflect how you feel. Your bank account is going to look the way you want it to look. The way you speak out loud of how it looks. The relationships you have. All of those things are tied in together. And it is so important to have a positive belief about yourself. You have to say that you can. You cannot say that you can't. There's a quote that says, Those who say they can and those who say they can't are both right and that's just and that's just the way it is and there really is no other way around it and when you see and and what's and what's interesting is like I'm like I used to be that person and now when I see that see that behavior in others it really is a strong reminder but pleasant reminder of how far you've come how far you've grown and it's like wow that was me like i used to be that way you'd be surprised you would be surprised because it's like man and then and, and you know and even and even on the flip side of that, there's some people if you try to pour positivity in them and then they combat that. Oh we, then that's when you really gotta start evaluating who you have in your life. You really have to start putting a premium on your friends and on the people that you have around you in your circle. Because, as for me, in my house, we serve the Lord. <laughs> we serve God, and that is and God is positive and God is love and if anything that does not look like love it is not allowed in my house not my actual house as in a building but my house as in my body and my heart my heart is my house my body is my house so if you know you need to go exercise and you say, oh, and you got to run. Oh, I can't run. Oh, I can't do. Oh, I can't. You just start coming up with all of these things that you and, and it's just a figment of your imagination. You haven't even started the workout yet and you already counting yourself out. So what's the point? You really have to come to a place in your life that you have to have a better understanding of who you are and where you're going and keep a positive attitude and outlook on everything as it comes day by day. And you can't stop because the more positive thoughts you think, the more positive things occur in your life. It's just as simple. It's really not hard math. You have to pour positivity. You have to speak life into yourself. And so much the fact that nobody can sway you off of that vibration. No one can move you off of your center because you're secure within your own self. You have enough self-love and you've done the work and you, are pre- you pour into yourself on a daily basis that nobody should be able to sway you off of that. Like People who are negative should be uncomfortable when a positive person comes in a room or comes around them. And it'll show because negative people, they just that's just what they're swimming in. They are back. They are freestyle backstroking, (laughs) you know, butterfly swimming. They are they are jumping off the diving board deep into a pool of negativity and they love it. They put suntan lotion on. They put their trunks on with the flamingos on it. They put their little flip-flops on. And they go to the pool. And they hang out in that negative... They they all hang out together. That's what I was saying earlier about Misery Loves Company. Like, they all hang out. (laughs) If you're you're a gossip, chances are that you have friends that, that are gossips. Because if you're a gossip, who are you gossiping to? You have to gossip to somebody. Am I right or am I wrong? You have to you have you got you have to get on the phone and call someone or someone you're visiting someone or someone come to see you, are around someone, and you say, Hey, you ever heard you heard about such such? You've seen such and then you just and now the two of you are just swimming in that energy. Now you guys are just everybody swimming, everybody swimming. So you you if you don't get a grip on it it's going to be a long road for you it's going to be a long road for your love life it's going to be a long road for your health it's going to be a long it's going to be a long road for your finances you know because when the when when the bills are piling up and the money isn't coming in as fast as the bills then you start to panic and you only panic and get stressed because you lack trust. You have trust issues internally. You don't trust yourself enough to believe that you put in enough work for you to live comfortably. And if you are stressing about bills, if you are stressing about relationships, if you are stressing about life, You need to really take a a step back and zoom out and reevaluate what's going on and assess the situation. And you need to change your outlook. Because it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse if you keep at it. So, today I pray. Today I pray that you keep a positive mindset about yourself, a positive belief about yourself. I pray that you learn to love yourself so much, in fact, that nothing can sway. I pray for trust. I pray that you overcome whatever it is in your life that's weighing you down and, and 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 even like to get back and i'm sorry like i'm going back and on on 10 i'm just right because i just have so many things like inside of me that just i just i'm just so passionate about this because there's so many people i've come across that has that have this mindset that have this energy and it's really like like i had to learn that the hard way i was talking to somebody and i was saying that to live inside of your ego, because it's all ego, by the way. Because ego has no trust. Ego can't trust anybody. Ego feels that they can do it all by themselves. and They don't need anybody for anything. That's ego. So you really have to like take a step back. You really have to scale back, zoom out in the situation and say, how can I be better about myself? I'd much, I'd much rather be making twenty thousand dollars a year doing something that i love rather than getting paid a hundred thousand dollars a year knowing that i hate going to work every day who has a better life the person making a hundred thousand dollars that's (laughs) hundred thousand dollars a year that's that's miserable or the person that's making twenty thousand dollars a year doing the thing that they love to do and not worrying about anything and living below their means and scaling back and not trying to impress everybody because that's part of the problem too. Everybody's trying to keep up with the Joneses. Everybody's trying to impress people that don't even care about them. I've spent so much of my life being a people pleaser, trying to please people who had zero interest in, my, in, in the good of what I wanted in my life. Yeah, and even and they were friends and we hung out and we broke bread and we, we had great times, but still in all, it's just you at the end of the day. And you have to take into account into consideration what makes you happy. And you need to think about those things. And you need to meditate on those things. And you need to visualize positive scenarios in your life. Things that haven't occurred yet that you want to occur like that's the difference. That's how you do it, but it takes consistency. And you have to do some inner work, some soul searching to find out what makes you behave in such a manner. What make what 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 is making you say these negative things, speak these negative things into your life? You really have to take that into consideration. Because I'd much rather live well below my means <laughs> and not worry about what people think. Oh, you, you know, it's okay to ride a bike. Like, it's okay to take the train. It's okay to eat oodles and noodles. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's cool. It's not the end all be all. It's not gonna be like that forever. But for the time being, while I'm grinding, doing the things that I love to do, that's what I'm going to do. I eat at my bodega. Uh, I get a turkey and cheese sandwich. I probably eat a turkey and cheese sandwich. It costs $2.50. I probably eat that sandwich every day. Probably. Every day. Because I am happy doing that. I'm, I'd am i much rather spend and, and eat a delicious $2.50 sandwich. And then instead of uh, stressing about... A bill coming in so I can go out and blow it on expensive shit or blow it on an expensive meal. Like I'd much I'd much rather. You're going to spend $100, $200, $300 on a meal. And then be like, oh, I can't pay this. I can't pay that. I can't do this. You're just swimming, swimming in that negative pool and i have no time you should not have any time for that and anybody you know that is in that situation you should you should have because sometimes you got to distance yourself and it's all love because people you distance yourself and people distance themselves from you i have many friends who have just distanced themselves from me because i was just in a bad vibration like, I'm just swimming in negativity and I'm coming around my friends and I don't have this and I'm trying to tell them how to live their lives and do this and do that. It's like, get your ass out of here. No one's trying to listen to that. Like, no one's trying to take that advice from you and you're in a pitiful place. You're in a place of misery and you may think that you're doing a good job. You think that you're encouraging somebody and you're li- you ain't doing nothing. You don't love yourself enough. You're not doing it for you. That was my problem. My hand is raised right now. You may not see it, but my hands are raised. If I can raise both, I'll raise them them both. I am guilty as charged. So that's why it's easy for me to have this conversation with you. Because everybody does it. I don't know. To God be the glory. You know, I just pray that... I just continue to live my life the way I want and not care about what other people think. And I hope you do the same. It's Jeremy St. Louis, and I'm out of here live and direct from Jersey City, New Jersey. Peace.